Welcome to the Mighty Mentality Mentor Podcast, your weekly 15-minute discussion on the interplay between our mindset, our skill set, and the results we get in life. I'm your host, Analogy. So last time, guys, we spent some time talking about the drowning rat experiment or or the experiment dubbed the drowning rat Uh, i know last episode i kept saying that it was called that but it it really was dubbed that Um, and that was the experiment conducted by dr kurt richter we then went over the shot doctor because it is an amazing video on what practice done properly can really do for you and bringing yourself into a zone of lower perceived level of importance to be able to give yourself that time to really build on a skill set so that by the time you get to the big performance um, you will not have any sort of performance anxiety from there we sort of segued into um, the avoidance or the how important it is to avoid analysis paralysis uh, simply because you know somebody like Herb McGee the shot doctor uh, he wouldn't be able to really amount to anything if all he did was really just practice in the playgrounds of West Philly okay he, he, he needed to you know quote-unquote graduate just to be able to actually exercise the skill sets that he ended up building. So today we're going to go over what is analysis paralysis and where does it come from? How do we identify when analysis paralysis is at play? And then we're also going to tie it into a fantastic um, model of what's called well, most folks call it the flow diagram, and it's really dubbed flow or flow state by Mihai Chiksent Mihai, rest in peace. And uh, yeah, so we're going to get right into that. So first things first, what is analysis paralysis and where does it come from? Definition by Very Well Mind uh, states that analysis paralysis refers to overthinking a problem to the point that it becomes more difficult to make a decision. It often happens when people are overwhelmed by their choices or have too much information to sort through before they can actually make a choice. You know, this analysis paralysis is, is, it's a big thing. You know, it's something that affects, honestly, I think it affects everybody at some point or another. In fact, back in December 1942, it actually affected the the great Winston Churchill. You know, after finding out that the designers of the landing craft that would transport big tanks and troops across the English Channel were spending most of their time debating major design changes, Churchill wrote the following to them. 
He said, The maxim, nothing avails, but perfection, may be spelt shorter, paralysis. So let's let's break that down, okay? So first things first, maxim uh, is defined as a succinct formulation of a fundamental principle, general truth, or rule of conduct. So think of it like a, a, a fundamental principle. So, you know, fundamentally, the, the, the idea, nothing avails but perfection, may be spelt shorter, paralysis. And avail uh, basically just means to be of use. So what he's saying there is, is the principle, nothing is of use but perfection, may be spelt shorter, paralysis. So what he's trying to say is um, the, the principle of nothing works except for perfection can be spelt shorter, paralysis. And so that he's touching on perfectionism and the fact that nothing short of perfection is good enough and that that is paralysis. And so uh, it's beautiful because he's talking about perfectionism and analysis paralysis all in one kind of beautifully crafted sentence. Okay, This beautifully crafted sentence well encompasses everything that in essence we're trying to cover for this piece and well pretty much the whole month ultimately of all the other folks that i've ever spoken with many people have stated that it does come from the need to have things go perfectly or to avoid any errors or mistakes and i mean ultimately when it's all said and done this is a situation where deep down we know that the skill set is either slightly subpar or is definitely subpar for the goal or the target that we have in front of us. We know. We can tell. You know in your heart of hearts what your skill set is and what you can take on and what you've done before and what you haven't done before. And so usually that's a little bit of truth coming out, right? And, and, it, and it manifests itself in in fear and so that's something that we really need to be mindful of so that we can combat it so one piece of that that entire analysis paralysis definition is the fact that you know we are very much boiling down everything or or i shouldn't say boiling down i should say zooming in because we're really zooming in on the skill set. I know last uh, last episode and, and the one prior to that, uh, we had kind of gone over imposter syndrome and, and hope and overcoming fear. And that's all related to the bridge between your mindset and your skill set. And <clears throat> there, as much as there were some tie-in to the skill set, for the most part, we were just talking about mindset as it pertains to results and vice versa. Okay, so in this particular case, this is very, very similar to flow state. Okay, um, flow state is, is huge. Okay, because um, if you look at this image right here, 
um, you can see and, and and try to just focus on the chart elements. We'll we'll talk about the axes afterwards, but just focus up here where it says uh, anxiety and boredom. Right, these two right here are are outside of. Uh, let's call it the flow channel or, or what it says right here. It says uh, the flow state, okay? So that is, call it the zone where you're, in this case, again, uh, I'm going to just briefly talk about the axis, but it, it really should be skill and challenge. But um, the higher the skill that you have or capacity to act, um, the more of a challenge you're going to require in order to actually stay within flow state. Okay, so moving to this next slide here, you can see that, uh, again, the the flow channel, and that's awesome. <laughs> uh, these guys actually called it the flow channel. But in this, in this particular picture, you can see we are now in the axes talking about skill and confidence level and the degree of a challenge. And you can see that, in essence, your, your skill set, the level of skill that you have with respect to the challenge that you have in front of you, it's directly correlated. So the higher the skill set that you have, uh, the higher the challenge that you require. Because in essence, if you have a low, as you can see here, a low level of challenge, but a high level of skill set, you simply get boredom. And then if you have a low skill set for a high level of challenge in front of you, then you end up in this sort of region of panic and anxiety. Okay, you can see that in this other slide here, where again, you can see the flow channel. But again, if you're if you're seeing that, that general trend of Again, a, a positive correlation, not an inverse, but a positive direct correlation. So again, pay attention to the axes on this one. You've got skills and you've got challenges. But the main piece that we want to be focused in on here, and, and I really want to, to go over um, just the basics here, is that in summary, a low challenge with a high skill takes you to boredom. A high challenge with a low skill takes you to anxiety. So you gotta you gotta really just think to yourself, are you a victim of analysis paralysis because of your skill set and the challenge in front of you? Because really if you are, um, then the thing that you need to really focus in on is is um, being able to increase that skill set so that it matches the challenge at hand. You know, have, have you ever seen anybody who makes anything look easy put that thing off? No, you don't. You usually see them rush toward that thing because they're good at it. They've got the skill set. So there's no anxiety. In fact, one could even make the argument that if the skill set's too high and, and the challenge is way too low, that, you know what, these folks might get bored, but there's different ways. I do this in jiu-jitsu right now, even as a white belt. But we can talk about jiu-jitsu at another time. Right now, I feel like today's topic is a little bit thick, so let's get right back into it. So I want to restate this again. A low challenge with a high skill set takes you to boredom. 
and a high challenge with a low skill set takes you to anxiety okay but how do you tell if analysis paralysis is at play anyway i mean how, how what are the factors that we look at you know looking at whether analysis paralysis is affecting someone else or yourself let's let's try to group them as external for if it's happening to someone other than yourself and internal for if it's happening within yourself so internally you know are you finding that you want to see things perfectly or feel like there is some pre-work that needs to happen before you can move on to the next item do you feel maybe deep down inside that there's a chance things could go to a direction that isn't ideal but you can't seem to put your finger on it do you feel like people who are involved in the situation or the project that you're a part of are maybe going a little bit too fast and not doing enough research are you overly concerned with all the future steps and perhaps more interested in the future steps than the one immediately in front of you these are these are things to think about okay externally looking at teams or you know working with other people it is there a leg in the entire process or the situation that makes you feel like things could be done much faster but you can't quite seem to put your finger on that either are you being bombarded with questions that offer no real tangible obstacle to proceeding forward no 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 actual problem these are they're mini problems they're you know it's it's the it's the the, the final 20% problems not the not the first 80% you know are the answers to these questions actually allowing us as a group to move things forward or are we merely crossing t's and dotting i's that don't matter with respect to getting us to the next step okay you really shouldn't be worried about crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's in the final chapters of a book when you haven't even read the first page. Seriously. Okay. So, you know, if we had to really boil it down to five signs of analysis paralysis and, and taking in our internal and our external, we got to ask ourselves, is there a delay in decision making? Is there any overthinking? Is there any fear of making mistakes? Is there a lack of progress? Or is there any procrastination happening or delaying the inevitable in essence? Okay. So in summary, we want to be mindful of when analysis paralysis is at play. Simply knowing that it's happening or affecting you, it gives you a massive edge since you're able to start mitigating it or combating it now. Okay. thereby decreasing delay and we're going to go over various ways to combat analysis paralysis next week but for now note the basic trend of when you're outside of the flow state okay high skill and low challenge equals boredom and low skill and high challenge equals anxiety in this 
this right here, right there, this zone, that's where analysis paralysis hides itself. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. Give me a follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at Mighty Mentality Mentor, on Facebook at Mighty.Mentality.Mentor, and on X at Mighty Mentality. Thanks again for watching.